2: First alert, Chief Meteorologist. Subfreezing temperatures and icy roads are likely anything that wasn't treated or shoveled today. Temperatures this evening will dip down just below freezing and by morning in the teens to around 20 degrees. I'm forecasting a high temperature of 25, 26 degrees for tomorrow with mostly sunny skies, blustery conditions and wind chills in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
3: Tyson's is at 25 degrees, Waldorf 25, LaFont Plaza 28. Falling to the teens in some suburbs You're listening to WTOP,
2: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, a portion of Northwest D.C. and a bit of Northeast D.C. as well under a boil water advisory this weekend. Several school systems closing down their buildings tomorrow and canceling all activities there. It's a hangover from the snowstorm.
0: A small plane's emergency landing closed this stretch of a local road. I'm Scott Gelman.
3: Movement in Virginia's General Assembly on a proposed to build, in fact, a proposal to build a $2 billion sports arena in Alexandria and move both the Capitals and the Wizards there in a few years. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
1: I'm Wendy Gillette. Hearts of New Jersey will have some digging out to do this weekend, joining many other states affected by bad weather. The snowstorm comes after two weeks of winter weather that have killed at least 55 people nationwide. CBS Philadelphia reporter Ray Strickland is in South Jersey.
3: It's round two of a snowstorm in South Jersey that's
4: wreaking havoc on areas like Washington Township have been working
3: around the clock, sorting and plowing the roads.
1: The heavier it is, you kind of want to get ahead of it.
3: Kevin Logue is one of 10 drivers who's been laying salt. We
1: try our best to pre-treat the roads to uh, make it more passable.
3: Areas like Washington Township are expected to get up to six inches of snow.
1: A Hollywood star is once again charged in connection with a deadly shooting on a movie set. CBS News correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti.
0: Alec Baldwin once again facing involuntary manslaughter charges for his handling of a gun on the set of the movie Rust that killed cinematographer Helena
4: Hutchins. A New Mexico grand jury says the actor had total disregard or indifference for the safety of others.
1: It was a whale of a trading day on Wall Street. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks has more.
3: Investors have finally perked up after a rough start to trading in 2024, lifting the S&P 500 to an all-time high as the market rallied for the second straight day. Semiconductor stocks powered the tech sector higher, and the University of Michigan's January Consumer Sentiment Index surged to its highest level in two and a half years thanks to falling inflation expectations.
1: Union members at the Los Angeles Times walked out for the day over imminent layoffs. KNX reporter Pete Demetrio was there.
3: Between 150 and 200 times, workers were in Grand Park carrying signs reading no more paper cuts and cutting jobs equals cutting content. Others simply walked off their desks in solidarity. Veteran City Hall reporter David Zanheiser said this action was not by choice, but it's something that needed to happen to convince the paper's owners about the seriousness of the situation.
0: You know what we like to do? We like working. We like producing news. We want to tell Southern California about what's happening to them. But we have been left with no choice. Pete Demetrio
3: for CBS News, Los Angeles.
1: More problems for the public water system in Jackson, Mississippi, forcing some residents to boil water. This woman is fed up. I feel like
2: everybody needs to get out and vote. And everybody that's not doing what they're supposed to be doing in these offices, from the mayor to the governor, anybody else, they need to go.
1: The current issues are caused by broken pipes and high usage. This is CBS News.
3: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at
4: 1203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it January 20th, 2024. Welcome in. Mostly cloudy, very cold, actual temps, low mid-teens to low 20s, according to Veronica. We're 25 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your midnight weekend hour ride this Saturday morning. Glad you're in with us this morning. Now, our top story this hour is that boil water advisory updating you this morning that's impacting homes and businesses in northwest D.C. and some of northeast D.C. It is said to be affecting people right now in upper northwest from the National Zoo to the Maryland line. D.C. Water says this morning you should not drink or cook with your tap water without first boiling it for at least one minute. The earliest the advisory will be lifted this weekend is Sunday, we're told. D.C. Water says the advisory is due to a loss of water pressure on Friday this week. We'll gather more details and update it as we get new information to click away at WTOP.com. It's 1204 on WTOP. That's because it's really cold outside. Even though the snow is over, road conditions may be a bit tricky this Saturday morning because of the freezing temps. 7 News First Air Alert Chief Meteorologist
2: Veronica Johnson Saturday morning says you should take it slow, out there. Our temperatures will be cold enough for many hours that anything that was wet will turn to ice. So you got to use extreme caution out there for your morning drive. Maybe you work an early morning shift. Again, reduce the speed. Just be very, very careful. Your full forecast
4: with traffic and weather in just minutes here on WTOP. WTOP at 12.04 Saturday morning. In other news, it's being called a miracle that nobody was hurt after a small plane made an emergency landing on the Loudoun County Parkway near Dulles Airport on Thursday afternoon. No cars were hit by the blue and white plane that came to rest, apparently next to a guardrail, which is hit with its propeller bent as it came to a stop. WTOP's Scott Gelman tells us we don't yet know why it landed there.
0: It was a Cessna 208 caravan plane, and the FAA says there were seven people on board when it landed here on the Loudoun County Parkway near Arcola Mills Drive just before 1 o'clock. None of the people on board were injured. The plane had just taken off from Dulles Airport. Virginia State Police say the pilot landed here without hitting any cars. Jesse watched it all unfold.
1: It
5: drove underneath the traffic light, um, got squirrely over here, and um, crashed into
0: the guardrail. He stayed on the scene to make sure the passengers were okay. You know, it's kind of like, what is this real life? Many locals stopped by to take a look.
4: I've never seen one so close in not
0: an airport. Along the Loudoun County Parkway, Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
4: WTOP at 12.05 Saturday. Now some school systems are shutting down this weekend because of the weather we're having. Let's update you this morning in Virginia. This is what we know here at WTOP in the Midnight Hour Saturday. In Virginia, Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Valkyrie County, Spotsylvania County, Stafford County, Arlington County Public Schools say all their buildings are closed, all activities are canceled today, Saturday. Meanwhile, in Alexandria City, all school-sponsored athletics and student activities are postponed. To Maryland now, Montgomery County, Prince George's County, and Howard County, along with Calvert County, Carroll County, Baltimore County Public Schools are all closed Saturday as well. And in Anne Arundel County, all athletics, extracurricular activities, and professional development sessions may begin at 11 a.m. or later this Saturday. Jefferson County in West Virginia has also canceled all school-related activities this weekend. You can read a full list of cancellations, updated cancellations and delays, a click away at WTLP.com. WTOP at 1207, thousands of abortion rights opponents battling snow and cold temps this week for the 51st March for Life on Friday in the nation's capital. WTOP's own Jimmy Alexander spoke to people on both sides of the issue this week who gathered along the National
5: Mall. Father Rhett Williams traveled from South Carolina to attend his 13th March for Life. And he says there's a big difference this year in the post-Roe era. I think you see a, a lot less attendance. Well, today it's packed with snow, but it's a really a reversion to the state. So our our attendance in the state rallies have been much heavier. Local abortion rights supporter Catherine McKinney said that she had a very simple reason for attending.
1: I just want there to be a dissenting voice. And being out here when you've already accomplished your goals is a little rubbing salt in the wound. From the National Mall at
5: the March for Life, I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. You're with WTOP,
1: 19 Lane. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients.
4: We'll turn the page to the latest on the crisis in the Middle East this Saturday morning on WTOP. We're in-depth after traffic and weather. Good Saturday morning, January 20th. Glad you're with us. 12 8 on WTOP. Welcome Michael and in. Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and
1: Son.
4: On WTOP, traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Let's check in now this early morning and say good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center.
0: Good morning, Dean. We've got the accident working Beltway inner loop as you make your way to Virginia. It's in the local lanes at the Wilson Bridge. You'll find that the right shoulder and the far left travel lanes are blocked. The two left or travel lane is blocked. The two lanes uh, to the right are open and traffic's rolling very slow past this accident scene, but a very late volume of traffic. So the delay isn't quite so severe. But again, the far left lane is blocked along with the far right shoulder. You notice the flashing lights either side of the local lanes of the inner loop of the Wilson uh, and bridge as you make way into Virginia. We had an accident also in Virginia on the eastbound side of 66 between the Leavesboro Pike and the toll road. That has been cleared. but The accident continues southbound 95 south of Dale Boulevard. This accident takes away the left lane and the left shoulder. On the northbound side, watch out for the flashing lights with the broken down tractor trailer. It's over on the far right shoulder. It's just south of Dale Boulevard. In Prince George's County, we have the closure of the eastbound side of 198 at 4th Street. This is because of a down pulling wires in the roadway. The westbound lanes are open so expect some detours through that general area in Prince George's County. Also up in Montgomery County for the closure of 109 both directions between Comus Road and Barnesville Road because of the accident. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic.
2: Driving early to Saturday morning, use extreme caution and reduce your speed. If it's shiny, assume it's ice. Our temperature is 16 to 21 degrees. We'll top out later today between 22 and 29 degrees with mostly sunny to partly sunny skies. But in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
4: Right now we are looking at 24 degrees to Pun Circle, 23 Germantown. Actual temps this morning, 26 Annandale. We're at 25 and holding in our nation's capital midnight hour saturday morning january 20th thanks for starting your morning with us brought to you this time around on top by long fence save 25 on long fence decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest financing terms and conditions do apply check them out go to longfence.com wtop at twelve ten. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Jeff Claybaugh here this early morning to wrap your business week.
3: JetBlue is exiting BWI Marshall to Boston service and dropping one flight of Reagan National to JFK among 14 routes being cut. Existing home sales in December were down more than 6% from a year ago. Redfin says 14.5% of pending home sales in the D.C. metro last month fell through with contracts canceled. The Dow closed at a record high Friday. The S&P 500 index rallied one and a quarter percent, closing at its first record in two years. Jeff Clabo, WTOP News.
4: WTOP News time
3: 12-11. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather
2: jack frost is a slippery character
3: (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks
2: sleet and snow
3: freezing rain and the big bad blizzard don't let him fool you depend on wtop for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the eights
1: a winter weather advisory has just been issued
3: a lot of side
2: streets remain unplowed
1: you'll know how to dress the kids to deal with jack frost
3: and you'll know when you can hit the road jack
1: wtop news
3: facts matter
2: You're
3: with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid It goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at mygruffpsa.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council.
4: It's Saturday, January 20th. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. Thanks for starting with us. If you're just joining us this midnight hour Saturday, January 20th, you can expect it to be mostly cloudy, very cold this overnight, early morning. With the low by daybreak on Saturday, according to Veronica, mid-teens to low 20. She said we'll have some of the coldest temps throughout the weekend that we've seen thus far this season. Right now, we're at 24 to Pun Circle, 23 Germantown, 26 Annandale. We're looking at 25 and holding in our nation's capital. Glad you're with us this morning. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in 1214 on WTOP.
3: This is WTOP News.
4: This Saturday morning, we turn to the latest here at WTOP on the crisis in the Middle East. President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally have spoken by phone after a glaring nearly month-long gap in their direct communication, actually. They spoke earlier on Friday. Netanyahu has repeatedly rebuffed President Biden's calls for Palestinian sovereignty. Yahoo said just this week, in fact, he has told U.S. officials in plain terms he will not support a Palestinian state as part of any post-war plan. This morning, Daniel Byman, senior fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies.
5: So it's no secret that there's uh, no love lost between these two leaders. Um, Netanyahu's in a difficult political position after October 7th, and many Israelis blame him for the disaster. And part of what he's trying to do is shift the issue to the question of do you trust the Palestinians? And by making this public, with president biden he's trying to rally israelis to his side and saying basically i'll never let israeli security rest on the palestinians
3: is this also largely about the trauma the israelis suffered october 7th that there's just no way right now to conceive uh because of the pain that that so many people are feeling that you would have the palestinians govern themselves in terms of israeli security so
5: that's what Netanyahu's uh trying to play on. Uh, Israelis are devastated both by the death toll and the atrocities committed, uh, but they're wrestling with the broader question of who's going to govern Gaza, and they don't have a good answer to that, and the one the Biden administration is proposing is some form of Palestinian rule there.
3: All types of reports have cropped up, I don't have to tell you as you study it so closely, reports cropping up about dissent within the Israeli war cabinet. What is important for those of us to know who are not looking at it at close range? So the war cabinet's a little different than what you might expect in a U.S. system, where it
5: is often composed of uh, political leaders from different parties and different persuasions. So disagreement is not a surprise. But you're seeing... Very strong views and very different views on questions of should there be a lasting ceasefire, which is probably the most important current question. And a lot of that's driven by how Israel should um, handle the return of the over 100 hostages that Hamas is believed to hold, where some saying it should be prioritized and others saying the military campaign should be prioritized.
3: I've talked about the atrocities that the Israelis suffered in early October, and we always want to keep that in mind as we look at the the whole scenario. But as you well know, the news is still filled with the images of Palestinian children dead or wounded, the situation in Gaza, dire starvation, hospitals struggling just to save a few people uh, if they can. Where is the international community now on this? They they seem to be very much against Israel uh, in regard to Gaza.
5: Uh, That's absolutely correct. Uh, There was always most of the international community was uh, very critical of Israel for its treatment of the Palestinians, especially in the West Bank. And with the Israeli military campaign resulting in many civilian deaths and the true and and horrendous humanitarian crisis that's beginning in Gaza, there is a lot of criticism of Israel around the world.
3: What's next? Do we know? Do we know when this thing will end in terms of the military activity in Gaza specifically? Israeli military leaders
5: say they want to continue the campaign for months, but there's a lot of international pressure, and there's a the question of a ceasefire is necessary if Israel wants some of the hostages released. So this could go either way.
4: Daniel Byman, Senior Fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, in a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. Look Saturday morning at the top stories we're following for you here at WTOP. Locally, a boil water advisory is now in effect for people in a large part of upper northwest D.C. Saturday morning, a Texas prosecutor convenes a grand jury to investigate police inaction in the Uvalde school shooting that left 21 dead, mostly children. And word that actor Alec Baldwin is facing this morning an involuntary manslaughter charge for the 2021 shooting death of Elena Hutchins. A cinematographer on the sets of the movie Rust. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Good Saturday morning, January 20th. Welcome in. It's 12 a. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, traffic first over to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning.
0: Thank you, Dean. We've got the left lane and the right shoulder of the Capitol Beltway at the Wilson Bridge on the inner loop and the local lanes blocked because of the accident activity. You can get by in the, the uh, two right travel lanes, and traffic is running a little bit slow. But just past the accident, scene, very late volume of traffic. So we're not seeing any major delays because of this. This is actually right at the Maryland-Virginia line as you make your out over the Potomac River. But it is closer to the Virginia side. And again, the local lanes of the inner loop also in Virginia. We've got the accident working southbound 95 South of Dale Boulevard. This accident blocks the left shoulder and the left lane northbound 95. Watch out for the flashing lights for the response to the broken down tractor trailer sitting over on the far right shoulder south of Dale Boulevard. The accident eastbound 66 over by the Leesburg Pike in Falls Church has been cleared in Montgomery County. Still dealing with the crash on Maryland 109. Both directions shut down between Comus Road and Barnesville Road in Montgomery County. That's again because of the accident. Utility work is shutting down the eastbound side of Maryland 198 at 4th Street. The westbound side is open. This is because of a down pole and wires in the roadway. Uh, we're also getting reports uh, in both Maryland and Virginia, especially in the uh, in the outlying counties and uh, less traveled roadways of some snow and ice conditions. Also a tree down here and there. So, again, be very careful. Use a lot of caution as you travel in the overnight hours around the DMV, both in Maryland and in Virginia. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic.
4: Still ahead this half hour on WTOP. Are D.C. police linking innocent people to gang activity? I'm Michelle Morello.
2: Anything that didn't get shoveled, anything that didn't get treated is going to be icy this morning. Our temperatures for several hours now have been below freezing. We'll start out this morning 16 to 21 degrees. We'll top out only between 22 and 29. So never above freezing on your Saturday here. We're on cold alert because on top of that, some gusty winds sustained at 20, gusting to 30 with wind chills in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the first alert weather center.
4: 24 DuPont Circle, 23 Germantown, 26 in Annandale. We're 25 and holding in our nation's capital. How many
1: times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, P.J. Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation.
2: You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.
1: It's a
3: time of tremendous uncertainty for everyone, but some things haven't changed. Stomach cancer is still a leading cause of cancer death worldwide. More than 1 million people will be diagnosed this year alone, and it's vital to know your risks and learn ways to prevent it. It's also critical for cancer patients to protect themselves from all viruses. No Stomach for Cancer encourages you to listen to medical experts to understand your risks. Find out more about COVID-19 at cancer.gov and learn more about your risks for stomach cancer at nostomachforcancer.org.
4: It's Saturday, January 20th. Welcome to the weekend. Thanks for starting with us this midnight hour. Glad you're with us this morning. 1222 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. A house you know, it was last year Alexandria City Council unanimously voted to end the single family only zoning. All as part of an effort to increase affordable housing in the city. But now the city is being sued, we're told, by an Alexandria Civic Group on the issue created last year to preserve single family neighborhoods. In this particular lawsuit, we are told the group argues the Northern Virginia City violated its charter at that time, as well as the Virginia Constitution, by loosening rules on what can be built in the more suburban residential areas of the city. The group also says the city failed to show how ending single-family zoning would, in the end, result in less expensive housing options or boost resident diversity. UDC police have you in their gang database Does that mean you're actually in a gang and committing crimes? A new report this week, an activist group claims the database is unreliable, plagued with inaccuracies, and is secretly monitoring residents.
5: There are six criteria on how you get on the D.C. gang database, and they are not based off of criminality.
4: Carlos Andino's with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights and Urban Affairs, which authored the report.
5: They are based off of associations, meaning if you are observed associating with somebody who the police already have on their D.C. gang database, you too can be placed on it.
4: Even, he says, casual associations like a chat with a neighbor at the mailbox. But D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith defended the gang database in a statement saying the identification of high-risk members and the validation of specific individuals as high-risk members are pivotal to supporting the criminal justice ecosystem and safeguarding our communities. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. A 14-year-old boy has now been charged with murder in connection with the stabbing death of a 17-year-old boy locally in Fairfax County last weekend. It happened last Saturday. The young suspect who was hurt during the incident remained hospitalized this weekend in police custody as well. Fairfax County Police are asking anyone who might have info about what happened here to contact them as soon as possible. A private U.S. company's failed moonshot ends with a fiery plunge over the South Pacific.
2: Astrobotic technology confirmed that its lunar lander broke apart as it re-entered Earth's atmosphere Thursday. A fuel leak shortly after liftoff from Florida last week had nixed any chance of a moon touchdown. The company then took steps to destroy its crippled lander to protect other spacecraft. It was the first U.S. lunar lander in more than a half century. The Peregrine Falcon made its way all the way to the moon's orbit before doing a U-turn and hurtling back towards Earth. Another U.S. lunar lander is set to blast off next month, built and operated by Houston's Intuitive Machines. NASA paid millions of dollars to the two companies to fly its experiments to the moon as part of an effort to commercialize lunar deliveries ahead of the arrival of actual astronauts. I'm Lisa Dwyer.
4: You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Sports at 25 and 55.
0: 1225
4: Sports Time, our first midnight hit with Rob this morning.
0: Georgetown's hot shooting first half didn't extend into the second half. Xavier blowing a 14-point lead to lose a 92-91 heartbreaker to drop their third straight game. Jaden Epps led the Hoyas with a game-high 30 points and added 11 assists in defeat. Down in Richmond, VCU won their third in a row, 85-61 over St. Louis. Joe Bamasiel at a game and season-high 29 points off the bench. She knocked down seven of ten shots from three-point range. The Capitals face off in St. Louis with a done deal for Alexi Protis, who signed a five-year contract extension worth $16.8 million. The 23-year-old forward has the third most assists on the team with 15 and has been a key ingredient to the Caps' surprise
3: start.